Hi everybody, welcome to The Shadow Speaks. I am your host, Linda. Everyone has a story. Do you know your story, really? Have you heard it in your head? Does it replay over and over again? Is it a story of victory? Or a story of failure? Or possibly both? We'll sit back and relax, and I will try to shed some light on why your story is so important and why telling it truthfully will bring you far more healing than you can imagine. And who needs to hear your story? And be sure to listen to the end for a great exercise to help you see your story more clearly. Yes, everyone has a story. And ironically, many may feel powerless over their story. Yet in truth, they are the producer, director, and author of their story. It's important to understand the concept of storytelling as well as listening. When I was a guidance counselor years ago, I counseled many young adults in an inner city school plagued with issues relating to gangs, drugs, abandonment, incarceration, and loss, and more. The range of perspectives of all those involved was vast. And as a helpful mechanism to remain open-minded and non-judgmental, I often told myself and adopted as my motto, remember, everyone is the star of their story. I knew I would become biased if I attached myself to someone's version of a story before I heard another side of the same story from someone else involved. It helped me to respect a parent, even though the tale told by their child may have been disturbing, or to consider varying perspectives of groups of friends who were quarreling with each other. I could always be fair with all parties involved, even though the teller of the story may have given a convincing depiction of horrific events. And many times it proved to be a saving grace by helping me to reserve any judgments and prevent my own actions from being prematurely taken and unfair. As I moved through my shadow work, I found great healing 
and looking at my story through the lens of truth and found that there were a variety of versions of my story that I told myself depending on my own emotional state. So if I felt down and defeated, I would depict others as a force against me. If I felt loving and kind, I would feel great compassion for others and extremely forgiving. I began to realize that my story changed often, but there was always a constant theme in my story that I could lock on to in order to extract the truth. The key to knowing your story, thus knowing yourself, is to realize that you are the star of your story. And there are always other versions if you take a different perspective. And remember, when you watch a movie and you see the star of the story, you kind of know they're not going to be the one who dies. They're the one that's going to prevail in the long run. There's certain storylines that become automatic when you are the star. Extracting the truth of your story may sometimes be difficult, but always has the potential to ultimately be a pleasant surprise. Maybe you're stronger than you depicted yourself. Maybe you're wiser than you gave yourself credit for. Maybe you've already redeemed yourself for an act you regretted. Regardless of the details, identify the constant themes that have run through your life. What parts of the story do you hold on to? And why? I had a psychic tell me once that I keep a mental diary of my life and I needed to let it go. She said it was not allowing me to let go of my past. So I wondered, why would I torment myself with painful stories of my life by letting them play on a constant loop in my head, maintaining my mental diary? I have found that the underlying determination to hold on to a story that may even be painful was because I felt that I had a story that no one else could see or hear. If no one knew my story, did that mean my life was meaningless? Or that no one cared? Or it wasn't worth listening to or knowing? Sometimes we may hold on to an issue, a pain, a trauma, a truth, or a person, because we are simply trying to reveal a story about ourselves that no one seems to be hearing. Confirming 
a feared belief that no one does care and all the efforts in our lives will never be enough. When in truth, it is highly likely that it is you that is not hearing your story. No matter how many times you recite it in your head or share previews of it in a conversation or express past pains through acting out, you are still not listening. You are not listening to the victories you have stated and thought about repeatedly. You are not listening to the pain you've learned to describe so well. You are not listening to the cry for love from you. You are not listening to the sound of victory when you overcome great hardship. You are not listening. There is a reason I named the subtitle of my guided journal, a guided journal for meeting the stranger within, because I was not listening to my own story for so long that I had become a stranger to myself. And I could not understand why others could not see me when in fact it was me that was not seeing me. Your story is the story of the transformation of you of all that you have learned and grown from, the suffering you have endured and emerged a better person for, the wisdom you have obtained, shared, and become. So is it possible that your inner self is the one screaming this story to you? And you keep waiting for someone else to hear it? Can you listen to the story yourself is trying to tell you? I did not listen to the story I told myself in my head for years until I put it in writing and read it with amazement and all that I had overcome. I had finally heard my story for the first time. But listening to your story requires great presence. Being present is what allows you to recognize that it is your soul that is always witnessing your life. Your soul is watching you ignore your own story and hold frustration because you feel that no one sees you. When you are present and willing to hear the story you've longed 
to be heard. You join your soul as the sacred witness to your life. And when you embrace this truth, great healing occurs. And trust me, you will not care who else hears your story. Because through your awareness, your story is now documented in your divine records as your story. It is the story of your courageous journey with all its highs and lows and your commitment to truth for having the courage to join in the witnessing of your story and stand in its truth. Then you will bask in the glory of being the story, being the storyteller, and being the witness. This is a time to celebrate. Here is a simple exercise to help you reveal the truth of your story to yourself. Instead of trying to determine or figure out what your story is, create a timeline with all the major emotional events in your life. Not the big events typically noted in one's history, like marriages and birthdays, but the personal, intimate ones that possibly you are the only one who knows. And then recite, or better yet, write down the story you've been telling yourself about these incidents, people, and emotions, and how it has impacted who you are in this moment. The one seeking to see themselves and heal. The truth of our lives is God's story being told in real time that you are now a divine witness to. Thank you for your contribution to the expansion of the universe. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I look forward to our next discussion. Many blessings to all.